You're listening to the Umfreak Parents Podcast, episode 057. You're seen to chat about life, family, and of course, Umfreak McGee. I'm Sarah Jehemiak, podcast host, writer, mom of three, wife, and total Umfreak. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured part one of my 2019 Red Rocks recap. That episode, which covered the Joel Solo show, the Brendan and Jake show, the Doom Flamingo show, as well as Night One on the Rocks. If you have not given that a listen, you can find a link in the show notes. This week, part two will cover the UMVIP set, Night Two on the Rocks, and all of the three sets on night three. And if you were at Red Rocks, you heard about this, or maybe saw a post online, Umfreeze will be playing four nights in Denver at the Fillmore for New Year's this coming December, December 27th, 28th, 30th, and 31st. There is a bunch of speculation about what the band will be up to on the 29th, perhaps a special event, or maybe they're taking that day off because a four-night run is intense. (laughs) So don't know yet, at the time of this episode's recording, there was no official announcement about New Year's and no information about tickets yet. If something pops up by the time this airs, you can find all the information in the show notes. If not, you know I will pass along all of the information when I have it. And unsure if New Year's is in the works for us this year, especially with Iceland on the horizon. But if we do go, it looks like the 30th and the 31st will be what we hit up. And before we dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you all about Swift Charge. If you were at summer camp, perhaps you saw their booths or maybe you used their service. I mentioned in my recap episode about summer camp how nice it was to have their service available during the weekend. If you are not sure exactly what Swift Charge provides, you pre-order a charger and go to pick it up at the booth when you get to the festival. It suction cups right to the back of your phone and charges while you rage the show. Your charger runs out of juice? Just take it back to the booth and switch it out for a new one. I love everything about this. Swift Charge will be providing portable charging. Yes, that includes for your vape pen as well at live music festivals throughout the summer. There is a link to their site in the show notes where you can see a complete list of where they will be this summer. And especially for my listeners, if you use promo code Sarah. S-A-R-A at checkout when you pre-order a charger for your next festival, you'll receive 10% off. So use the promo code Sarah, S-A-R-A at checkout when you pre-order a charger and you'll receive 10% off. So let's get to this week's episode. June 22nd, night two on the rocks would start with a VIP set in the afternoon. Bayless asks for a key and a number between 80 and 160 from an audience member before they launch into what's listed as improv jam to start the set. Walletsworth next, followed by Professor Wormbog, that did have a few technical difficulties a couple of seconds in. 
there was an issue with Jake's guitar. And if you listen back to it, I mean, you can hear exactly where it happens. No doubt from the rain. And they also wound up moving Joel back a little bit, like rolling him back closer to Andy um, to keep him out of the rain that had started to fall um, at the beginning of the set. Yoga Pants next, which was one of my personal highlights from the VIP set, specifically because of the last two minutes of that song. Yoga Pants has not been seen since earlier this year, January 26th in Milwaukee, and before that, March 8th, 2018 at the Belly Up. So a very nice little treat to get one of those for sure. Make It Right and Thin Air also another personal highlight of mine, round out the VIP set. The show later that evening would open with Unsung Hero, a walkout intro that debuted at the start of the Sunday set at summer camp, stomping right into Andy's last beer, followed by Made to Measure, last seen during the most recent New Year's run at the Tabby, that version featuring Jeff Coffin on saxophone, Prior to that, Made to Measure had not been seen since March 18, 2017, venturing off on its own adventure slightly after three minutes and continues for about five minutes before falling all down, only to be picked back up. And I envision like skip dancing merrily right into Crucial Taunt. Half Delayed next, followed by Utopian Fur that featured a very small snippet of Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin, for sure teasing the hell out of everyone. And by the look on Bayless's face, when they went back into fur, he totally knew it too. And from about this 20-minute utopian until the end of the first set is definitely fire in my personal opinion. It gets down to it right away about three minutes in when it begins to go on this adventure that is in its entirety just extremely eclectic. I will be honest, I don't know how many times I've listened to this. I am just all about the jam inside of it, the many different personalities it has as it grows and morphs. This one is definitely worth your time if you haven't already listened as it begins, it's way toward the end of this from specifically 16 and a half in. Just love the uneven grittiness and sexiness of it. Definitely give that Utopian a listen. The Fuzz Next that features a very explosive jam that takes a little bit to build up its full momentum, but when it fully expands all the way out, about eight and a half in, it opens so wide and resonates all over. The love that they've been giving this tune lately has been a lot of fun to listen to. Coming down gently and sweetly, gliding right into glory. And we just, we all know that song. It's just, oh, every single time, goosebumps. Come later, next with Christopher Browser on trumpet, Greg Sanderson and Josh Schwartz on saxophone from Turquoise, who opened for Umphreys earlier that evening. A cover of With a Little Help from My Friends, written by Lennon and McCartney, but the Joe Cocker version of the song is how it was covered. In dedication to Jeff Austin, 
Umphreys also released a pro video of this as a memorial to Jeff after the news of his passing was made public. I will link that in the show notes. This version from Red Rocks features Shira and Sammy from Turquoise. The horns also were on this tune. This one has been covered only one other time back in 2008 on New Year's Eve at the Auditorium Theater in Chicago, 1,088 shows ago. That version featured the Chicago Mass Choir. I was at that show and it was a very awesome moment of the evening, especially because the greatest glory ever, in my opinion, happened right before that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I will add that glory in the show notes. Definitely need to give that a listen if you have not. And that cover would close out the first set. Set two opens with attachments with the expansion at the end of this that we've been seeing in the past year or so. This one starting out very whimsical and light, continuing along those lines throughout its entire journey gaining more confidence and momentum as it goes on, keeping a hopefulness to it even as it expands all the way out and floating into 2 by 2 And I've read that people are loving the jam inside this tune. Personally, it's not doing it for me on this one, but that is the wonderful thing about this music. We all interpret it so differently. Day Nurse next, followed by a nice, fatty and adventurous 40s theme. Example one after that with the trumpet and saxophones from Turquoise coming back out. A debut cover of Take Me to the River, an Al Green tune, but covered in the style that the Talking Heads played it. This cover also featured the horns from Turquoise as well as the ladies coming back out to sing. Bayless had a lot of fun on this one and that tune would close out the second set. An encore of one song remind me to close out the second night at Red Rocks. That brings us to the final night of the run, night three, three sets. Set one opened with Bridgeless that drops into it slightly before six and a half in and continues on. That one will be left behind and remain unfinished for now and instead moves into Bad Friday This one begins its adventure about three and a half in. I think this has become such an awesome adventure to go on every time that they play this one. The jam inside of it has given it new life, I think, very much in the same way that has happened to attachments. Anchor drops next, followed by It Doesn't Matter. This one really digs its heels in and settles in for the ride with a bold back in black from ACDC Tees that they dance back and forth with for a little bit, then explodes into just straight rock and roll before cooling it down for a little bit, slowly gaining momentum, and then opening way up resonating all this energy and then aggressively slams it back into it doesn't matter that one has been so much fun to watch in its short life it's only been a song for like a year and a half and the maturity has just been amazing slacker next and before they head into it Bayless mentions about his new neighbors that were in attendance for the evening 
I will admit I was kind of hoping that he was going to play front porch there. Um, but no, went into Slacker instead and front porch did come later. We will get to that. Slacker's improv journey starts early on, slightly after two minutes. Chris laying the pathway for the adventure that lay ahead. Stasic keeping this very full bass sound throughout the entire jam. You can hear it underneath while Joel is getting his moment and then coming out strong slightly before four and a half. Very thick sounding. Heading back into Slacker a few minutes later. Blue Echo next that contains a fun adventure inside of it. And that will trickle down and bring itself back together as the floor to powerfully close out the first set. Set two was the Led Zeppelin set. Jason Bonham, the son of Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, played the entire set with Umphreys. And if you didn't know, he is also a drummer. I have been super excited for this set since they announced that this was going to happen and we decided we were going to go. They did play with him last year at Lock-In. Taylor Hicks um, came out and did vocals on one or two songs, um, trying to remember off the top of my head, Um, and Derek Trucks was there as well. Um, So I'm super excited that I was able to catch this in person. Jason Bonham is currently touring with his own band, JBLZE, the Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Experience. I will link them in the show notes. The evening would also feature the lead singer for Bonham's band, James Dillon, coincidentally born in South Bend, Indiana. Apparently, the addition of Dillon on vocals was last minute. So much so that Waffle did not have a spotlight set up for him. So Louie was out front before the set started to set it all up. Um, I remember him just standing, you know, at the edge of the stage where a lead singer would um, stand and, you know, kind of being wherever so that Waffle could kind of set something up for him. So very cool that they, you know, came up with this, whoever's idea it was um, at the last minute. I thought that James Dillon was really great on vocals. I mean, he tours with Bonham, so, I mean, he wouldn't have hired this guy to sing in his band if he was a hack. So, he was really awesome. You know, listening back to um, the shows, um, I could hear his vocals better, and he sounded really amazing. Um, It was really nice to have a different approach to the songs, have a sort of, you know, quote unquote lead singer. It is a little weird seeing somebody, you know, in the front like that um, with Umphreys, but it was very awesome. And, you know, if I have the opportunity to see Bonham's band with Dylan singing, um, I definitely would because they were really good. This set would consist of Immigrant Song with Dylan on vocals, Ramble On, a debut also with Dylan on vocals, How Many More Times, Dylan on vocals again, 10 Years Gone with Bayless and Chris on vocals, Hey Hey What Can I Do, last played 364 shows ago on June 28, 2015, and Bron. We are Stomp, also crucify that again, just like in episode part one. <laughs> um, that was played 930 shows ago on April 21st, 
2010, both of those with Brendan on acoustic and vocals. No Quarter with Dylan coming back out for vocals. This was definitely a highlight for me from this set and from the entire weekend, honestly. The intensity in this song, goosebumps, seriously, I recommend that you give this a listen. If you haven't listened to the Zeppelin set, maybe, you know, it wasn't for you. Um, but definitely give this a listen because they did a fantastic job with this. A really great song for them to cover. The last one was played 1,467 shows ago, November 15th. 2015. What is and what should never be also a debut and also featured Dylan on vocals. Whole lot of love with very special guest Eric Krasno on guitar and Dylan again on vocals. And the set closes out with Cashmere. Bringing us to the third and final set of this incredible weekend. Bayless saying let's get weird right before launching into Dump City. Love when he says stuff like that. This one, not getting what I would think of as weird, but it does go on a nice little adventure. Preamble into Mantis coming up next. That version would go unfinished and would remain that way the rest of the evening. So there is an unfinished Mantis from night three of Red Rocks waiting patiently to come back out. It will be interesting to see when that sees the light of day again. They do take it on a fun journey that expands way out, comes back, and abruptly ends just abandoning that mantis. Very interesting. Front Porch coming out next. The highlight, I believe, from this third set. I have some friends who were there that were very, very happy about this one coming out. And it was a pretty hefty one at that. Not too surprised um, that we did see a front porch. As I mentioned, I thought we were going to get it earlier in the evening in the first set when Bayless was talking about his neighbors. So not a total surprise that they pulled this one out. The start of the jam starts out calm and hopeful, getting a little lift off before dancing a little bit in resolution. Again, coming down and getting a few minutes of Joel bringing some raw emotion to the jam as the pieces slowly collect back together, giving it some more energy and momentum, growing into this beautiful light that now it just goes off. It's 100% one of those jams that gives you all the feels and fills you with all sorts of hope and determination. They stomp right back into Front Porch slightly before 11 minutes, and when they head back out, they glide right into Waterfalls by TLC and then back into the ending of Front Porch. The last Front Porch with Waterfalls tucked inside was April 29th, 2016. There have been two other times as well that that was played. August 10th, 2014 at the Stone Pony and September 9th, 2011 at the Brooklyn Bowl. I will link the three other times that that's happened in the show notes if you want to listen to those. August next that has this little part that comes out about two minutes and 30 seconds in and they keep coming back to that again throughout the entirety of this jam adventure. Is this something that we've heard 
them play before. Um, it sounds super familiar. So if you know what it is, please reach out to the show and let me know. Um, I feel like if it is something I've heard before, as soon as somebody tells me, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Um, but I can't seem to place my finger on it. So let me know if you know. They do venture into a little bit of what sounds like that Western jam first brought to life during the It Doesn't Matter jam back in February 2nd in Portland, singing its heels into those country music vibes as it continues to dance along and then coming back to that familiar jam I was just talking about before going back into the lyrics for August. The bold and beautiful Bela solo at the end just resonating and illuminating all over the rocks always give me goosebumps. And the conclusion of Bridgeless to close out the third set featuring an immigrant song by Zeppelin Tees. And that would make the entire evening a big, fat, delicious Bridgeless sandwich. An encore, Jason Bonham came back out again on drums for Conduit. And Jace and James Dillon, excuse me, came back out to do another Zeppelin song. Song remains the same to close out the impressive three nights at Red Rocks. Still listening back to all of this, I cannot believe that I was there, that I finally got to experience this and, you know, have these memories of being at Red Rocks and these shows were just amazing. It's always hard for me to choose a favorite night of a run. Each always has their own highlight, you know, so many different reasons. And none of the nights are ever bad or disappointing in any way. Night three was amazing. Um, and the Zeppelin set was a lot of fun in my eyes. I love Zeppelin. Um, so to be able to have that full set was very cool. As I mentioned, James Dillon was very awesome on vocals. I would definitely go and see JBL whatever um, in the future if I had the chance. Um, but something about the Utopian in the first set of Night 2 that just gets me um, from you know the Utopian on through the end of the first set really did it for me. So I'm going to go with Night 2 as my favorite. Um, but as I said, it's, it's definitely always hard to pick a favorite. Um, what was your favorite? I'd like to hear what your favorite night of the Red Rock weekend was. Um, reach out to the show via email or social media. All of that information is in the show notes and let me know what was your favorite night of the rocks. So that's all I have for this part two of two Red Rocks recap of the pod. Anything referenced throughout this episode, including where you can listen to the VIP set, Night 2, and Night 3 of Red Rocks, as well as where you can find the set lists for all of those shows is in the show notes. If you have any questions or comments about anything talked about in this show or any other episode, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you guys, so please don't hesitate to contact the show. How you can do that is also in the show notes. And thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Much obliged.